Disclaimer, we know nothing really about Formula One. Sometimes we make wild accusations and wild ideas based on only what we think might be true. I like to be very clear in the fact that we are not experts and we have no idea what we're talking about. Welcome to F1 Purple Rain with me, Dom. And me, Ryan. Welcome to another late night session. We're getting good, these late night sessions. Well, before we get into uh, Barno Rain, or as I like to call it, the Lolcon Grand Prix. As we're or the Barno Fun uh, Grand Prix. We just want to, I just want to ensure the listeners and the fans that this episode is going to be far much more interesting than the race <laughs> because the race was absolutely dog shit and that's why we make this podcast keep you guys ent- entertained are you not entertained <laughs> definitely watch that before I go to bed tonight thank you <laughs> I forgot where the quote's from where is it from are you fucking serious I completely forgot are you not entertained <laughs> I've completely forgot. I just noticed a quote. Well, okay, I'll give you a clue. It's a Russell Crowe film. Ah, uh, okay. He's a gladiator. Yeah. Surprised have you, at that. Yeah, have, you seen, have you seen Unhinged? Mm, what's, what's that? It's a Russell Crowe film. No, I've not seen Unhinged, it's, is it? It's basically, like, I, don't, I know this is an F1 podcast, but this is why we're talking about random films. Because the, the race was that boring, we're going to talk about films instead. So welcome to our film review. Watch Unhinged. Basically, he's a guy having a pretty shit day and then someone cuts him up on the road and he gets road rage. And he follows this mother of, uh, this uh, single mother until he murders everyone. Wow. Okay. Okay. That sounds like, uh, have you ever seen um, the Michaelis Douglas, the Ma- the, Ma- the Michaels, <laughs> the Michaelis, the, Ma- the Michael Douglas film? Um, the Michaelises. Oh my. Yes. No, I, fuck, I can't remember what it's called, but he's like a businessman and he gets stuck in traffic and he just fucking loses the plot. I haven't seen it. And but he goes, I know he, go, he goes, he goes to like, um, like a fast food joint and ask for the breakfast menu and they have no they say it's like one minute past breakfast and he gets it like an Uzi. <laughs> so it's like threatening them all. He yeah. has like a bazooka and stuff. Oh what the fuck? I need to find out what this film's called. It is it is it sounds similar to what you just said. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's why. It's definitely worth a watch. I know of the film you're talking about, I just don't don't also know the name. And that's what you're here for, guys. Little facts. <laughs> terrible <laughs> anecdotes. Yeah. terrible anecdotes. <laughs> Welcome to Terrible Anecdotes 101. <laughs> yep. This is just the beginning of this podcast just sums up how we think of the race. It was that boring. We'll talk about films instead. Well, I, I, I'm, it's not going to be in chronological order this uh, podcast about the race, but I would like to say that it was, there was more point, there was, there was more penalty points to Ocon than there was actual points to talk about the race. <laughs> yeah. I feel so sorry for Ocon. Come into a new season, like super excited, get to drive a new car, you have a new teammate, your mate Gasly, you go out there, and every time 
He did something that was penalty. Penalty. Penalty for this. He didn't say that penalty correctly. So here's a penalty for you. (laughs) Everything. Like, literally everything. Do you know what was... What I thought was the funniest bit of his penalties was he got a penalty in the pit lane going to serve his penalty. I know. Because he, he got a penalty for speeding on the way to serve a penalty. Yeah, but then he got another penalty while serving another penalty because you've not included the fact that he didn't, he didn't, they didn't wait long enough on the car before they yeah. worked on the car. So he got another penalty while serving a penalty. <laughs> so that happened twice. <laughs> Yeah, so he got a penalty for not serving a penalty correctly, and then on the way to serve a penalty, he got a penalty for speeding <laughs> to serve a penalty. And it all started from the start of the race. He got a penalty before he'd even the lights had gone out and he started racing. <laughs> yeah, because he because he went too far ahead in his grid box. It is it is a grid box. Sorry, like, what a day! What a day! I honestly, I honestly didn't know. This was the most interesting. The most interesting race of the day was who was going to come last, <laughs> because Lando <laughs> Norris was given his best shot. To yeah, oh god, yeah, <laughs> he pitted six times. <laughs> six just times. so his car could get and get, just so his car could get getting filled up with air. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. It's like his car was uh, giving birth. He was on a maternity ward looking for gas and air. <laughs> Every two minutes, he's been brought in. It was like it was like that time when you uh, you fell off the side of the, when you remember you broke your hand on oh. a night out. Yeah, just get my phone. Yeah. yeah, you had to keep in gas and air. So that's what I was like. <laughs> every every five minutes, and annoyingly for McLaren, like they actually looked like they had pace because he was keeping up with. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was behind right um, Alonso and Hamilton. Yeah, for they ages for more air. Until <laughs> <laughs> they had to pit again for more there, air. Because there, there was a real there was a real. Point where they were like, Norris might actually overtake these two and like unlap himself. He's on the freshest tires. He's on the freshest tires. He keeps coming in every seven laps. <laughs> At one point, he was on the mediums, the tire that everyone said they hated <laughs> because he probably ran out of every other tire. We had no other tires to use. It's like, oh, well, I guess we'll just go and use a fucking medium. I, f- I have to give it to McLaren though. Like, it's- even the commentators were constantly saying he needs to just retire the car, retire the car. But like they're like, no, we need the data. We need to work out why we're yeah, slow. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna keep him out. And uh, just <laughs> he's filling it up with air. Great work. And I do and... feel. Sorry, I was just going to stay with McLaren and move to Piastri, but uh, I don't mind. I was just going to say, and we've already went off off our. Um... Schedule. Pre discussed schedule. Well, this is why we're interesting. But, we didn't but, follow a plan. But what's new? <laughs> Moving on to Piastri, fuck the start of the race. Let's just keep yeah. on, on the this, penalties. This, this is where a producer would come handy. This is where a producer would come in handy. He would sit there and go back on schedule, boys. No, but a producer could cut this into chronological order. Yeah, so yeah, that, that, that position's still open if anybody wants it. Yeah. Anyone's interested? We're still looking. And probably will be by the end of the season. Well, let's talk about the start of the race. We'll catch up about Piastri later. No, let's go to our pre-arranged schedule and talk about our predictions. Oh, yeah. Good start. But you've obviously already fought, uh, forgot about. Well, let's do it. Well, well, you have them. I do have them. Do you know who was down as the so first retirement? Let's... 
that's really I can't, I can't remember no so that's you read out our predictions and then yeah. we'll see but okay retirement i predicted piastri you predicted gasly and which is strange because in the f1 play app i actually predicted, predicted somebody else so i think i predicted somebody else as well no i think i, I, think I went for piastri in mine no, did no, i go no, for piastri no. yeah mine? i've got it written here no no okay. not in ours i mean on the actual app uh, yeah, so you also did, this, did the same as me. You I'm, predict, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure I forgot what we had talked about and then predicted. Yeah, something I did, else. I did the same, even though I have the written copy. Yeah, I did. Yes, the same. I went. I don't know. I went for Pierre Gasly. I stuck to. I stuck to my guns. I didn't. I. I. I think I went for Albon, and but actually, in our prediction in the podcast yesterday. I went for Piastri. And who was it? It was Piastri. Piastri. Well done. Isn't that your rookie of the year? No. My rookie of the year is maybe or did you go for Logan Sargent. No, I think I went for I went for Nick De- Nick DeFries. I went I, for Sar- I went Sergeant. Moving on. Moving on, yes. Uh, classified, I went 16, you went 17. What was the result? So, 17. So I got that one right. One one or one apiece. Yeah, one apiece. Uh, in the top three predictions, I went Max Leclerc Hamilton. So I got one right. Yeah. You went Leclerc, Max, Alonso, so you also got one right. So when I fucking get in, so two, so two, 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 two. Now we didn't make this clear. Uh, uh, no, 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 fuck no. This is a point to me. There was no fucking safety car. That's a prick. There was a, there was a vert. I, I knew exactly where you're going. You're like, we, no, we didn't make this clear. No, 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 no. There was a virtual safety car. All right, Picastro. I'm fucking telling you. <laughs> Small victories, Dominic. Small victories. All right. All right. I'll take it. So that's, take it. That's, that's, that's three, it's 3-2 three to me. 3-2. Well done. That's not bad going. Because uh, that's, that's better than my score on F1 play. Yeah. So, I, I, so I've won the first round. Fucking get in. One to you. One to you. Should we talk about the actual race? Yeah, no, no, no. I think we're done. I have won the predictions. So um, thank you, everyone, for listening to the F1 Put Rain podcast of the Bano Rain. Ryan wins the predictions victory. I hope, you're st- I hope you're still listening. Hope you're still listening. And there we go. Until next time. No jokes. Let's talk about the fascinating first race of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think the race for last was more interesting than the race for first. So... Yeah, low yeah, con- yeah. yeah. I, I, I actually should have just watched the onboard of like SML Ocon the whole race. <laughs> or, or Norris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you watch the onboard Norris, you really get a really good view of them just filling this car with air. Just constantly, just air. Constantly. Air. I think because he was being lapped, because he gets to keep hitting, you just didn't know where he was going to come out. So he was coming out into a little random action. <laughs> yeah, he was coming. Yeah, he came out in front of. Verstappen at one point, that was the first time I'd seen Verstappen about 25 laps. I mean, which is actually not a bad thing, so. Yeah. yeah. Let's, see, um, less, less coverage, the better. The most interesting 
one of the most interesting bits of the race was Gasly had the fastest lap for ages, and then Guan Yu Zhou got up yeah, at the right. last lap. Right. Just to stop them from getting the uh, fastest yeah. point. They, they yeah. tactically did it on the last lap to to remove them. So for those of you who don't watch Formula 1, and for some reason listen to this bullshit, um, anyone that finishes <laughs> in the top 10 at, that sets the fastest lap get an extra point in the championship. Now, if someone in, in the top 20, but not in the top 10, so from 11 to 20, sets the fastest lap, basically they steal... That there is no points awarded, but they also then, in theory, steal the point from someone else who would have finished in the top ten. That is the worst way that can be explained. That, yeah, that that is that is possibly the worst and way, that, and that's how I do I've it. I've ever heard. I've ever heard. I actually want. Well, I actually think that we probably do a better job explaining points than that what they do during the race because they were explaining quite a lot during the race today, and Martin Brundle kept going. And maybe correct in thinking. I'm like, well, I fucking hope so. Yeah, you've been, you've been in the sport of 40 years. Yeah, yeah, but he was like, I maybe correct in thinking and then made a really obvious point. He was like, now I'm correct in thinking that they need to run both compounds. <laughs> it's like, well, the graphic fucking tells you they need to, Martin. And obviously, are you paying attention, Martin? Are you? Fucking co commentator so. here. I thought you said coke commentator. Coat, yes, he's just commentating. He's on, just sniffing. Com- commentating people's coats. No way. So there was like Crofty going, just smelling your coat, sniffing the coats. Yeah, we, we stick with your version. I I said something else, but yours is much better. Why? What? Why? What, what did you say? <laughs> oh, right. Well, possibly that as well. Maybe. Who knows? Who moving knows. Moving swiftly on. No. We, we really do digress. I mean, we really throw a lot of people yeah, on the bus. Yeah, 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 we do, yeah. And we also go off tangent quite a bit. Yes, at the start of the race, um, it's nice to see Stroll locking up in the formation lap. Thought that was good tactic. Throw yeah. everybody off. Warming the brakes, of course. Yeah, oh, God, just warming they, the brakes here, boys. They really played on his uh, broken wrist and broken toe. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was like, it was like he had like been in a coma or something, or like had something serious. So he, he broke his hand wanking. Like Jesus, it's just like the people were like down. giving it, giving him hugs and stuff. And I'm like, like yeah, nobody's died. Chill out. Yeah, and, and it's you, really I, hard. I did you see him walking out out of the car? Yeah, I just find it really hard to like Lance Stroll because he's a billionaire. He just it's never, never easy. No, his voice just fucking drives me mad. <laughs> His voice is just so fucking annoying. Oh no, it's his eyebrows that get me. I can't, I can't, he can't take them seriously. It's the eyebrows. He'll sit there, he'll sit there and talk, and I'm like, I can't take this guy seriously. And to meant and his eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This. <laughs> but I, like the front wing of Alison Martin. Well, I'll tell Almost you what. The same size. I'll tell you what about the Aston Martin. I don't know what they've made that out of, but I've not seen a single piece of carbon fiber come off it, and it's smashed around. It was smashed around the track today. Must be must be made of like vibranium or something. Vibranium, or like adamantium. It's 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 the strongest thing on the planet. I've they were just smashing in. They were just driving into people. Stroll oh. drove into Alonso. Alonso drove into and Alonso drove into science. Yeah, so they both used another car to break into a corner and then yeah. just were like, nope, nope, we're fine. Don't you worry. Unbelievable. I love 
I loved. I don't know if you picked this up, but um, obviously after Stroll, you've had most race. Um, Stroll drove in to Alonso, um, uh, into turn four, and Alonso was like, "Who was that? Like, why? Like, what are they doing already? They need to get penalized." And then they never told Alonso who it was. Not until the he, he crossed asking, the line. He kept he kept asking, and they just kept being like, "No, no, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Just just you keep driving." They didn't tell him until he crossed the line. Oh, by the way, but he was like, <laughs> cry- was... he was crying about it all race. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> is something happening about that? But I was, I was yeah, running like, too from behind. Like, 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 it's like it happened. There was some person crashed into me, and they're like, "No, oh, no, don't worry. It's, we're, we're looking into it." It's <laughs> so funny, and the way they explained it to him as well. Yeah, he was sort of. Um, he was sort of uh, being run out by uh, Russell when he had to cut in, and then you were also doing the, the same. And you were cut, you were cutting in also uh, from Hamilton to make the corner, and it was because of this racing incident. Like, come on! Like, not I've, like I've Lance seen... has not like Lance Stroll's previous of trying to drive teammates off a road. Plus, I did see the, I saw the onboard. He that that was definitely not racing incident. That was just poor driving, to be honest. Poor driving from. It was it was uh, Bottas esque, classic Bottas. But yeah, Alonso got hit, cried about it. Hamilton had a really good start, I thought. Jumped, yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, he jumped mm-hmm. Alonso and uh, Russell from the start. I tell you, who had a lovely, great start as well. Perez. Oh, yeah, a fantastic start. Yeah, <laughs> really, really strong start. Yeah. Um, Held on well. Claire had a good start. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Running signs out into the dirt. Yeah. I know. Like, I, I, I love the way how they just get away with doing things, I guess, where you can just. They, they obviously say there's no wave and you're not allowed to, like, move was... on a break in. But at the start of the race, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You yeah, can basically but... just push driver off the side of the road into the barrier. Yeah. And that's pretty much just the way it was going. Perez had a shit start and then ran one Ferrari out as far as he could. Yeah, that's all legal. Because when you drive a Milton Keynes scraps, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, we pay the fines. Yeah. And I just knew from after like the third or fourth lap when Verstappen was already like five seconds up, you're just like, he's going to have nice leisurely Sunday drive because the car is just an absolute machine. It's exactly how it went down. I saw, um, I think there was some positives to take away for some of the teams. I mean, not not discussing NPA scraps, but uh, I mean, Russell complaining about Hamilton needs to pull out, pull out the way. I mean, it was clear to everyone Hamilton is just managing his ties. <laughs> and then, yeah. lo and behold, a couple of laps later, it's nowhere near Russell. Yeah, because for like two or three laps, Russell was in DRS. He thought maybe they'll switch it around. And then as soon as Russell was like, tell Hamden he has to move. What happened? Hamden shot about two seconds up the road. Yeah. And, and I did I did like I did enjoy Hamilton's radio message when he just randomly came on and was like, Do you want me to go faster? I will I'll I'll go faster if you want me to. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, tire management's fine. Yeah. And then two laps later, they're like, can you go faster, please? <laughs> Just chilling. Just chilling. I, really, I, I, I think they might, I think Mercedes made a mistake pitting Hamilton that early. I think so as well. 
I think they should have paid Russell still. I think it should have been Russell first and then left Hamilton out roughly the same time that they left Alonso out. Because if yeah. they did, I think Hamilton definitely would have got Saints and maybe might have sneaked to the podium at the end. Yeah, I think so as well. I mean, he was clearly on the... And it was only four laps difference on the tyre at the last... Mm. But I think it made a difference on a high-deg track. You could see... And I right. think two years ago, not last season, the last time Hamilton won a championship, they would have made that call. And I don't know what it is past, especially last season and this race, their decision making and pitting has been, been off. Yeah, they're Hasn't playing great. They're playing safe a lot, aren't they? That's the problem. Yeah, like, it isn't that ruthless Mercedes that we've seen multiple uh, times before. They're lacking confidence. That's what it is. I think they know they've not got the car outright in pace. Um. Yeah, definitely, I agree, hundred percent. Uh, uh, I just, another I good to... point from the race. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, you, yes, you're, we'll you're... keep talking. No, no, no. We'll talk over each other. That's fine. We, we always do. So, Why? It wouldn't be F1 Purple Rain if we didn't. Uh, I just wanted to make a, one comment and slight complaint to a Formula 1 that the coverage is still shit. Uh, we're watching one race and overtake about to happen and they switch to somebody else. I just couldn't believe Yeah, it. I don't understand why I do that. We're watching well, one... actually... I do. Now I understand my idea because they now have a battle view. Have you? Have you oh, did you not hear this? So they they obviously have their normal televised um, thing on Sky Sports F one. Dog shit they screen. They have the they have yes they have the but this is a point for why they've probably had this dog shit screen uh, sc- s- dog shit viewing on. I don't know why I, I struggle to say that word. <laughs> they nice. also have the 20 onboards for every driver, but they also have this new thing, uh, Battle, their new Battle channel, which switches throughout the race to people who are having very close battles. Why would they fuck about with something so complicated when they can't even get it right for the mainstream? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's just for like their Sky, their Sky, their Sky Go, Sky... Natalie Pickman sent some other Sky package thing, and I was like, "Who pays for this?" Like, just what? It's like just fucking what? Just improve your viewing for everybody. Don't yeah. show a somebody they were taking and switched another battle. That means nothing. It's always the battles that are for the points yeah. that they switch away from to someone who's overtaken someone like thirteenth, and you're like, yeah. "We don't care about this." <laughs> someone being lapped, unlapped. Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't care who's taking over someone for like fourteenth. I, I mean, want to see the points. We were, at, that, at that point, we were watching Alonso and Russell, and obviously Alonso took Russell. And just before we saw the overtake, they switched to some fucking some fucking Piastri and Norris at the back. I'm like, what the fuck is what's this? What? Yeah, cause I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they switched as well from somewhat up towards front to Yuki Tsunoda doing a overtake, double overtake with in three corners for no points positions. That was the I'm best like, overtake I, of the I, day, though. I'm like, it was good, but I would rather be watching the overtakes up top for people who are actually fighting for a position. Yeah. Actually, I think overtake of the day was Alonso on Hamilton. Mm, that's on, the ins- on the inside that's, of 9 and 10. Uh, yeah, that's the next to impossible place to overtake as well. I mean, I played the game long enough and Bahrain is the track we raced on the most because it's the one that you start the season on. And then when times we had to restart the season because the game is so buggy. 
like a disaster. So me and yeah. you have raced on Bahrain more than any other track by a long way. And that place where Alonso took out one is near on impossible to do an overtake. Yeah, it was. That's why I don't, that's why I don't think Hamilton even expected it. Like he just literally was like, "I'll take this." Normally, usually you, you do is you fall closely after ten, get the DRS, and then try and on the straight. But nope, he's like Alonso was like, "Nope, I'm taking him. I'm doing it." I had so much more grip because it's a sharp ninety degree left corner that you have to take straight after that. But he must have the grip and the confidence in the car. The car seems to be pretty good, doesn't it? It does, yeah, yeah. I've made a massive improvement in it, I think. And like like Alonso said during the race, this is a lovely car to drive. Yeah, and they're quite chuffed with themselves. What a prick. (laughs) Well, I I would be too if I were spent and put more development, cut money. They're they're laughing as well. He was laughing in the the conferences and uh, interviews afterwards. He's like, yep. And because where we finished last season, we're going to have loads and loads and loads of tunnel time. So we're going to yeah, be laughing. So, yeah. so was that strategic last year as well for Master Martin to finish as low as possibly could without looking like they were trying to do that? Heard it here first. Con- control to get the wind, to get the wind tunnel time for this. Controversy. Controversy, yeah. Making the word something go along. Yeah. Conspiracy. Uh, Controversy. Controversy. There we go. Conspiracy. Controversial. Conspiracy. Well, it is. That's to go with conspiracy. (laughs) Yeah. Some weird one. I would like like to go to the point I've been trying to say for about 10 minutes. I thought Pierre Gasly had an excellent race. Well, yeah, he did the most overtakes. Did 11, didn't he? The driver driver that I said would retire first actually (laughs) went from last to ninth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> had the best drive of the day, hundred percent. Yep. After but do you know what was doing was do you know what was really funny about that? You barely saw him on TV. I don't remember seeing him ever. I think I maybe seen one overtake from Gasly. I think I might be at the start. Oh, again, classic, classic coverage from Formula One. He just appeared in ninth from nowhere. And I was like, when the fuck did Gazi get the ninth? I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I've barely heard anything about him. I've barely seen him. Why would and you? He's ninth. And they kept talking about, oh, Bottas has had a great start here. He's went from 12th to 12th to 8th. He's been fantastic. And I'm like, uh, can someone show me Pierre Gazi, please? Yeah. Someone let me know why he's. Why he's doing so well? Like, why is he, why is he fucking from 20th to 9th? But no, we'll mention people like Bottas has had a great race. Oh, there's Logan Sargent, Ricky in 12th. No, no. Fuck these drivers. I like Bottas. And he did, he did do well, but someone please show me Pierre Gasly. And then he started talking about Pierre Gasly at the end of the race. Like lap 54, and they're like, oh, he might get, he might get Bottas here. Oh, he's close. And I'm like, can he please have shown me how he got close? Well, I only know towards the end because he got, he got a pit under the virtual, didn't he? That's what made him yeah, pass uh, right yeah. at the end. Which I'm again. What, why half the grid didn't roll that dice? Like loads of the people had nothing to lose. Yeah, let's fucking go for it. It's only like three cars that did it. That's yeah, the left Nick, me. Uh, Nick de Vries got left out, and he's got kept overtaken by everyone. Yeah, like why some... not? Like why? Why not? Like like fucking people here. Like why not hold it? Just go for it. Just go for it. I tell you what, though. It's a hard call to say who had the worst race. 
Oh. Really? Well, you, you he had... Ocon or Norris? Yeah. Well, Ocon did after Norris finished, so I would say Ocon had the worst race. I don't know. I mean, Ocon would also have like a bad a man, race considering where he started. Like the man had 30, the man had 30 second penalties. <laughs> like 30 seconds of penalties. That's a, that's a pit stop and more yeah. of penalties. I mean, you could argue even Piastri. Um, like, I think there's lots of arguments for the worst race of the day. I would even mm. argue Charles Hulk- Hulkenberg could also argue because Hulkenberg, considering where he started and the pace he had, yeah, he got winged. And then he ended up with um, 15 second time penalty for multiple track limit violations. It's <laughs> like, it was really, what really got me about that was because I was like, he's driving in like 15th. What are you hoping to gain? Exactly. Fucking these tra- like I, I can get it when they give it when you, you when you hear people like Hamilton, like Alonso, or like Sainz, and like people are like fighting for positions. Yes, they're pushing, like they're pushing to get a fucking podium. Yes, I get that. But Hulkenberg was like fifteenth. What are you doing in fifteenth? But it's not just <laughs> that. Like Ryan, what gets me is it, it was noted, it was warned. It was uh, black and white flagged, and then the penalty came. Yeah. And he got 15 seconds because he just kept doing it. It's like, fucking, just stop, Hulkenberg. And what really got me as well, he had damage to his front wing really early on. But it didn't pit him. And they, they, they didn't for... pit him. They just were like, like, yeah, go ahead. And even when Off he pitted, they didn't, even when they did pit him, they didn't change it straight away. He, also, he ended up behind Magnuson before they fucking changed the wing. <laughs> Yeah, and he finished by Magnuson, and you're like, for fuck's sake, I'd be raging if I was Hockenberg. Well, yeah. he broke his wing, it was, his, it was his own fault. Okay, I'm mad. Mad, mad, mad. Like, most of my notes are just Ocon getting time penalties. Well, I want to talk about Norris and, as well. And, and, and Norris pitting all the fucking time. Yeah. He pitted six, six times in a two-stop race. Oh, Four extra pit stops. That's, that's unheard of. Moving on. I was amazed. Moving that... on to what? Because I, I I think we pretty much covered that whole race. Because <laughs> it was that boring. There was a couple of good battles, I thought, between Hamilton and Alonso. Alonso and Sainz. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed they didn't um, pit Russell, as we said. Instead, they boxed Ham, which I think cost him. But, yeah, uh, even Hamlin said like on his way in, I was like, "Why, why, why are you boxing me? I'm my tires are fine." And they're like, "Oh, we're worried about the undercut." Well, they're still finished behind fucking Alonso anyway, and they came out ahead of him. Yeah, Stroll he jumped. Then uh, Stroll jumped Russell in the pits, which was yeah. Mercedes weren't like uh, clean on the stops, as you said. That they weren't um, making clever calls. You see the Red Bull front jack, then you get run over. Yeah, yeah. Who? But the oh, the Milton Keynes scraps front jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. Probably I do. if I was any other, if I was any other team, they probably got a penalty for endangering team members. But sure. Uh, you you touched on the clock having one of the worst races. I mean, classic Ferrari. One of them don't finish. Just oh, pull the car like, over. I was like, okay, they're uh, third and fourth. They're not going to catch red. They're not going to catch the team ahead. Um, just fucking play it safe. What they did, they put the both drivers on the hards, 
they were like, "All just finish this race, collect some good points, you know." And then, because they changed the batteries and stuff in the cars before the race, like Leclerc, it's always so. It always just makes you laugh every time you see a car going slow and it just happens to be Charles Leclerc. But you're like, not again, not again, not again, not again, Leclerc. Why? Do, like, <laughs> always. It's classic. I don't think. I honestly don't believe Ferrari have changed at all. So I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. It's going to be a good. It was few definitely. Races. It was definitely Benotto from behind the scenes being like, "It was me." Tell the Claire it was me. Tell the Claire, like a ghost, like a ghost, like over like, Tell the Claire it was me. Um, I did want to mention Piastri. They said like the steer the issue with the steering wheel. He comes in, they change the steering wheel, the car just dies. <laughs> Yeah, immediately dies. <laughs> just, just like bring the, bring the car in, which is just dying. Boom! Just like, away. The McLaren's car was basically fuck this shit. I just don't want to take. Just not want to take part in it at all. And you, and you still like fuck off. Boom! Done. Dead. It's on life support. I mean, one, one car's on gas, and the other one's fucking dead. So. <laughs> they're basically on life support like that's a fucking joke fuck's sake what a it's fucking like shambles we've lost one keep the other one alive it's like we are not pulling the plug on this we are not fucking pulling the plug <laughs> fucking hell Lord is basically like a corpse of a fucking human yeah. being just being dragged around the fucking track kept on fucking life support on gas so funny I just it's like just let me go no Fucking no! <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make it to the end. You're gonna pull. We're gonna pull through this. I am uh, not losing you. Fuck's sake! <clears throat> I mean, the last thing I wanted to mention was signs. Just uh, being told to protect the position, but I thought, oh, no chance. Not with Alonso coming up behind. Fucking no, wishful thinking. No, de- definitely not. Did you um, see anything from Ted's notebook? Yeah, I did. So quickly do the rundown, and then we'll go through Ted's. Yes, um, I'll, I'll quickly okay. do. I'll, I'll quickly go twenty to one. Yeah, but that is the grid. Yeah, I, I didn't even want to do half and half. Uh, no, no, so, just you pass it. Like... All right. So in twentieth we have Piastri DNF. Then uh, in nineteenth Charles Leclerc DNF. Then Lockon, Lolcon in eighteenth DNF. Then Norris. You mean uh, you mean Pancon? Pencon. Then in 17th, uh, two laps behind, Norris on gas and air. Then in 16th, fastest lap of the day. Then Hulkenberg, damage wing, uh, one lap behind. In 14th, De Vries, one lap behind. 13th, Magnussen, one lap behind. Uh, Logan Sargent in 12th, one lap behind. And then the top 11 are all not lapped. Sonoda in at 11, Albon in at 10, Gasly in at 9. Bottas in at eight, Russell in at seven, Stroll in at six, Sainz in at four, Alonso in at three, Perez in at two, and that's it. That, yep, that, that was it. Yep, I really, really enjoyed that rundown. Yeah, uh, Ted's notebook. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going from the interviews onwards, I mean, it was interesting to see Michael Rosberg doing interviews. It was not. Um, Alonso was making jokes about the tunnel development. Perez uh, was asked by Nico, "What do you think you need to do to catch uh, how, uh, Max?" And Perez was like, "Well, it was only because of my bad poor start." 
or else I would have been up there today. Oh, and doesn't and sorry, and also the fact that my car doesn't get developed. Yeah. In the cooldown room, it's quite interesting. Prez and Alonso were there speaking in Spanish for quite some time. Max was the third wheel. Didn't know didn't know what to do with himself because they're talking in Spanish. Good. Then Good. he in, then he interrupts. Very awkward. Then we have um in Ted's notebook. Albon reckons they've got the second best car in terms of improvement, considering where they were last year to this oh. year. Oh, okay. I know. It catches you out of that comment, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't honestly expect that. Stroll lists uh, the huge medical team he had to support him, so he was even able to make the race. I mean, it sounded like he had hired an entire hospital to make it possible for him to race today. Well, with his dad, wins drives me. And he said he cried in the car after he hit Alonso. <laughs> probably, because... I would say, probably not Probably not out of fear of anything other than Alonso beating the fuck out of him. Well, he said it's because his wrist hurts so bad. And then and then, ah. and then, then he limped off. And I swear to God, I don't want to be mean about people with limps, but it, it was so... So pathetic. Was it put on? Yeah, it looked very put on. Um... Gasly obviously uh, in the interviews came out and uh, was very chuffed that he made up 11 places. But what was very interesting was there's still a real hatred for Ocon in that team. And you could see it. Oh, yes. They do not get along. And he, he, um, when he was talking to Nico uh, Nico Rosberg, he sort of said, Oh, you understand, wouldn't you, when your time with Hamilton? Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, this is going to be an interesting season. It's going to be for them to to um, bot heads. Um, they're definitely not friends; they're rivals. Uh, and then, the, what was most interesting from the um, Ted really was actually talking to Toto Wolf about the Imola upgrades that that are going to be scrapped, and they need to start completely fresh for a new car. They are basically taking radical Plan B, and they're going to start all over again because it's not good enough. They need they need a second in that car, and they don't have it. Well, that's ridiculous. You would never thought Mercedes would need a second in a car. I know, but and... unfortunately, that is what happens when you cheat and do whatever the fuck you want in there, and know that the FAA will give you no repercussions that will actually mean anything. Exactly. We heard a little bit of Lawrence, Lawrence Stroll. He is confident in a couple of years they'll be winning the championship, and uh, yeah, he's got all the money in the world. Yeah, and Alonso did say that Lance Stroll is a future F1 world champion. <laughs> yeah, but Alonso, How much drugs is that man on? Alonso also said that about Russell last year. Yeah. Or the year before. Yeah, yeah probably. And he said um, about Ocon. Well, yeah, well, if Ocon doesn't die at the hands of Pierre Gasly, then maybe. <laughs> the French guillotine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chopped. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up the podcast today. Yeah. We have actually done this on the day of a race, which is absolutely fantastic. And we will have this out possibly tonight. And for your listening pleasure, let us know how you like it in on Instagram at F1PurpleRain or at our email at F1PurpleRain at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. And we hope that you still enjoy what we were doing. And goodbye. Hope you're still listening. Goodbye.
Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, please write into the podcast at f1purplering at gmail.com. Or get in contact with us through our Instagram page at f1purplering.